Welcome to the BioInsights podcast. This episode is called Precisely for CGT, automating aseptic filling for lowest volumes. I'm Roisin McGuigan, and today I'm speaking to Dr. Barbara Fisher, process consultant at Single Use Support. In this role, she works with both established pharmaceutical manufacturers and startup companies. Barbara has in-depth experience in low bio-burden and aseptic GMP manufacturing, from downstream processing to fill and finish. Thank you again for joining us today, Barbara. So the number of approved cell and gene therapies is currently increasing. However, prices remain incredibly high, from several hundred thousand to millions of US dollars. In your opinion, what are the most important factors to consider when looking to make significant cost savings? Well, in my opinion, there are actually two major points that could substantially contribute to lower the costs of producing, in general, regenerative medicines and gene therapies. On one hand, standardization is essential. In cell therapies, for example, scalable and reproducible culture conditions are required to maintain cellular function during ex vivo culture. Further, large capacity automated bioreactor systems have the potential to reduce costs effectively. This is definitely true for allogeneic therapies. Autologous cell therapies are, by their nature, currently produced mainly manual, very small scale and in dedicated suites. Reimagining this process, of course, with clear regulatory framework in the background, will potentially be an option to continue culturing the cells for other patients to reuse them if they're suitable. In any case, um, cell and gene therapies require skilled and expensive personnel. Unfortunately, manual intervention is also amongst the leading causes for deviations, also resulting in significant delays of production or release, or even in batch losses. These points should be addressed by automation of processes, also stressing the term of Pharma 4.0, including the digital transformation. So summarized, it's always the same story, standardized, replicable and automized processes with high output, lower the costs. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Some really great points there. Turning now to standardization and scale up. What are the biggest hurdles that need to be overcome to address these issues and speed up this process? Well, currently, the majority of processes are carried out literally as manufacturing, meaning that most steps are done manually. Standardization, process control and monitoring is, in my opinion, a key factor. And this starts, for example, at the effective monitoring of cells. Microscopic examination for assessing morphological and functional properties of cell cultures are the routine method used for the evaluation of soil culture. And there I see the need for automation with, of course, the prerequisite of developing machine learning algorithms and artificial intelligence. And this is just one of many steps in the whole process flow. In general, I'd say the higher the degree of automation and uh, digitalization, the higher the potential to own a standardized and controllable process for all steps from cell bank to filling. One hurdle might be the invest. As manufacturer, you need to really ensure the systems you're using are ideally scalable and flexible enough to meet rising and also decreasing demands. 
and changing process requirements when switching from one product or process to another. There we have to consider not only the process flow and the variable volumes itself, but also differing monitoring points, critical process parameters, etc. Provo provocatively said, it is the choice between investing time to find a suitable solution or embrace the possibility to make additional significant invests. For cell therapy products, it is essential to have robust cell lines that are capable to undergo as many proliferations or to be more precise divisions as needed for large-scale manufacturing. This has to be addressed and tested already during development to avoid the rude awakening during scale-up or commercialization. So another hurdle might be time, the time and peace to really make a detailed plan as part of the development process. This plan should include the potential of the product with respect to volumes and batches per year and the highest possible degree of automation. This does not only include the process and equipment used, but also primary packaging, considering all potential options from vials to single-use bags. The questions to be asked are, which of these primary packages are suitable for all process steps and unit operations, and additionally flexible enough to be used throughout the process from early development to scale up? This I'd see like Planning a kitchen, maybe, or a configuration of a new car. You should consider all nice-to-haves from the beginning and then rate them with respect to criticality in form of a risk assessment and, if really necessary, also deselect options that are rated as non-critical or with low criticality. Thank you, Barbara. That leads very nicely into our next question. So what specific trends are you currently seeing in the selection of primary packaging? Well, common container types, as mentioned above, used in this sector or industry are cryovials with screw caps, plastic or glass vials and single-use bags. Primary packaging needs to provide the robustness and physical properties to really ensure product quality and safety during multiple handling like visual inspection, labeling, packaging, cooling, freezing, thawing, actually especially containers for the drug product solutions have to withstand a lot. All of the mentioned solutions have their advantages and disadvantages. For example, cryovials have a long history, especially in master working cell banks, and are well known also when it comes to handling. And in this point in the handling, they are really very convenient. Additionally, they are cost effective, which might be linked to the broad and year-long usage that facilitated optimized production processes and decrease of prices. On the other hand, there are clear disadvantages. Operating with vials means in most cases operating with open systems with increased potential for contamination of the product. As a consequence, they need to be filled in an isolator or a filling line situated in a conventional clean room, both very costly with additional risks of deviations. Also, the vials have quite limited volumes per dose. On the other hand, we see a constant increase of usage of single-use bags also in this area. They have, again, clear advantages. Operating in closed systems, 
customized options uh, are possible and they are easily adaptable to changing requirements or system setups or improvements. Usually the systems are designed to minimize manual interventions, hence preventing human errors, which are often resulting in quarantined or even rejected batches. Contrary to vials, there is no need to operate in a clean room or isolator, minimizing costs with respect to room requalifications, specific monitoring, extensive cleaning and decontamination of um, decontamination procedures. This in total leads also to higher throughput. Also, single-use systems are more versatile. Uh, scale up and scale out is possible without total redesign of the equipment or even the facility. On the other hand, filling and draining of single-use containers and need specific equipment. Uh, One-time capex that definitely need to be considered. There's a clear trend to the usage of single-use bags in the biopharmaceutical industry. Manufacturers experience this technology to be very agile and cost-effective due to several reasons, and some of them I just mentioned before. Many of the newly established facilities are designed to be used with single-use technologies, and more and more are reconfigured. This technology in general has proven to be reliable. And especially in the relatively new field of commercial production of regenerative medicine, gene therapies, also with high personalization and even individualization, where I would say we are only at the beginning of a new era of therapeutic possibilities. There is simply the opportunity to implement these innovative processes also using innovative and state-of-the-art technologies really from the beginning. You've already covered some of the benefits, but what for you are the key challenges and limitations when using single-use bags in small volume manufacturing? Single-use bags that are filled with small volumes of 100 ml, 50 milliliters, or even below 10 milliliters per se are available and easy to use. Um, they are already in use a lot currently, but more in 100% manual handling. A challenge for manufacturers might be to find the right filling unit, which provides also the accuracy that is needed. So what are the general requirements that a filling unit needs to fulfill ideally for filling single-use bags? The system should be fully automized and provide a plug-and-play experience for the operator. This includes not only filling of multiple bags, but also the sampling and the sealing. Especially the ceiling can be rather tricky and time consuming when working in this doll's kitchen, I call it sometimes, as everything is so tiny. If the whole process is done by the system, then the operator only needs to push the start button, can do another work and comes back when the filling is done to simply collect the bags. And automation comes along with the standardization, repeatability and traceability, really substantially reducing variabilities. Another requirement is to have a completely closed system. This is the best prevention against contamination, of course, and it is also addressing the costs. When your filling operation does not require a conventional clean room with grade A or isolator, but can be done in grade C or D clean room settings, it saves a lot of resources for continuous environmental monitoring, requalification, etc. 
which also forces the lion to be idle from time to time. So throughput is also increased with a closed single-use assembly system that fills single-use bags while manufacturing overhead is decreased. Accuracy is a point that I mentioned at lost, but it's not less important. Cell and gene therapies are highly potent and filling volumes extremely low, and manufacturers need to be very aware and clear about the nominal filling value and accepted range. When talking to a supplier, this should be addressed and stated also in the URS, the user requirement specification, from the beginning. With state-of-the-art scales that communicate with the control unit, each single-use bag should be individually weighed in a controlled manner during the filling. And no airflow as these scales are really reacting quite sensitive. It's an amazing technology already. Thank you, Barbara. And finally, could you share with us your top recommendations to manufacturers for transferring a process from manual to automized production? For transferring a process from manual to automized production, I'd say it is really important to start planning early, if possible, already during development and to try really make a realistic plan for scale up, scale out, demands, etc. An important point is to engage the QC teams, the operators and validation teams also early in this planning, as they might have very valuable input from first-hand experience. Consider full automation from the beginning, including also sampling inline monitoring of process parameters, or for example, reaction to pre-alarms. There are many more um, things to consider. And always keep in mind to stay flexible by choosing modular yet scalable solutions that ensure to support your processes with high accuracy at all stages. My recommendation would be don't be afraid of digital transformation and following the opportunities that Pharma 4.0 offer for your process and facility. Really try to make your processes and facilities fit for the presence and fit for future. Thank you, Barbara, for a great discussion. This episode was brought to you in partnership with Single Use Support. If you enjoyed listening in today, don't forget to subscribe to the BioInsight podcast.